Welcome to the 14th episode of Automation Hangout. This is your host, George Okuru. In today's episode, we are going to take a look at how that you can quickly transition from your current mode of manual testing into test automation. The cost of manual testing would increase significantly depending on the number of tests that are getting added to your test queue or depending on the number of executions that you are doing. Especially when you are implementing DevOps principles and practices, you are supposed to execute the test cases on every build, which will actually add up to your cost. So test automation is definitely a way to reduce your cost. However, one should be very careful in making this transition from a manual testing to an automated testing mode because automated testing will require significant investments and effort. And without proper planning, you'll end up with no returns as well as uh, you'll not be able to reap any kind of benefits from the investments that you have made around uh, test automation. So in today's episode, we'll take a look at how that you can make this move in a much planned manner or in a very planned manner by evaluating the current state of your manual testing as well as determining the most effective approach for transitioning your current assets to an automation. One of the most important steps or the first step of this transition is basically to look at assessing your current state of affairs. So one should basically look at the current inventory of test cases that are available, look at what type of tests are worth automating in this test pack and also look at whether it is really possible to convert some of these manual test cases to an automation form because there might be technical challenges that you may have to deal with and in some cases you may have to rewrite some of these existing test cases. One of the common mistakes that we have seen customers as well as engineers make is around the quality of input that you actually pick for your automation. So if you're trying to automate a set of regression test cases, and if you have a regression test pack that is completely redundant, you may actually end up automating a couple of tests, maybe a good number of tests that are not even worth executing manually. So it's very important to take a look at the quality of your existing regression pack Look at whether an optimization is required. Should also look at whether some of these test cases should be rewritten before you actually start investing time and effort in test automation. Otherwise, it is junk in, junk out. The quality of test cases is poor. The quality of automation script is also going to be poor and you're not actually going to get any kind of benefits. So it's very important to understand like what kind of test you're going to automate. Are they going to be like field level validation test cases? Maybe not. Ideally, when you're trying to automate a set of regression test cases, the best use cases are workflow-based test cases, which can be used to validate the business processes or the complete end-to-end integrations with your supporting systems or within the existing system. We'll actually look at a complete workflow rather than actually attempting to automate test cases that are related to a single screen. So there are also other considerations that you may have to make when it comes to assessing the current state. You should also look at what are the hardware and software requirements for automation. Do you require a dedicated environment? Or do you require a special lab or hardware in order to do this assessment? At end of this particular phase, which is basically the first phase, you'll be able to judge on the quality of your existing test pack and determine whether you need to rewrite it or use it as such. And the second thing that you'll be able to judge is basically the, the number of test cases that you can actually automate from your existing regression pack. The second step is basically to define your automation goals. Why is that you're deciding to automate some of these tests? Your goal can be in order to reduce your cost. Cost need not be the only reason. In some cases, it might be for improving the coverage, especially when you're dealing with cross-browser and uh, cross-device testing kind of scenarios for digital application. Or it can be to give faster feedback to developers by implementing DevOps practices where you actually execute the test on a daily basis or on a nightly build. Or it can be to free up some of your uh, testing resources for strategic work. So the goals can be very different across organizations. 
it's also important uh, for uh, the automation team to determine what type of features uh, you should be actually considering for your automation so there might be features of your application that may be completely rewritten in the future or maybe in the near future where it might not be worth to actually automate them now but there might be features that are actually going to be used as such which might be a good candidate for your automation so it's very important to determine what features you want to automate and take this input also when you're looking at the test cases that you would like to automate. And then the other important uh, aspect is basically like how frequently should these features be tested? If you're not making any kind of change to these features and there's not going to be any kind of impact, these are basically standalone features where there is no code changes happening, maybe it is not the right candidate. So you'll have to also to determine like what kind of features you should be covering in your test cases to determine the test cases or the areas of your application that should fall uh, under uh, the scope of automation. And then when you're also picking up features and test cases, one more aspect that you need to consider is am I going to execute these test cases as part of my continuous integration so that the returns will be higher. The, the, if you're actually making maybe X dollars or investing X dollars in executing or automating a test, if you're actually going to continuously use it, you'll be able to reap the benefits in a much faster pace compared with a mode where you're not going to execute the test at all. So you're not even going to get any kind of returns from those kind of tests. So this determination should be made in the second step where you're trying to define your goals. And once your goals are defined, you should be actually picking up the test cases that you have selected from your step one and uh, shortlisting those test cases based on this analysis for your automation, for your uh, test automation implementation. So by doing this evaluation ahead of time, you'll have a very clear plan on how to best move forward with your automation implementation. So now we'll actually move on to the next step, which is basically choosing your automation toolkit or the automation platform. So there are like four different ways in which uh, you can pick an automation tool or a platform for your organization. So the first method is basically like you can go with a scripted approach. Either you can actually go with a commercial tool like Test Complete or UFT where your engineers will have to know programming languages in order to automate the test or you can go with a, uh, with a cost-effective option or using a tool like a Cypress, Selenium or Appium in order to automate your test. But that also requires a programming, uh, has a, also a dependency on the programming skills. The other approach is I'm, if your organization is... Uh, uh, not having enough talent with engineers of uh, or you're not having enough talent with programming skills what you can do is you can actually go with a scriptless kind of an approach where you can actually go with a tricentus tosca or a tool like Oki to automate some of your uh, testing that is maybe like the third approach and in some cases if you already if you have already invested on a robotic process automation uh, platform you can see whether you can reuse that uh, same platform for your test automation needs so you may have to consider various factors when you're actually dealing with an automation tool and there's one more additional factor in some cases if you're dealing with a domain like uh, retail or maybe banking where you have hardware involvement like ATMs or point of sale machines you may also have to pick a tool that can also help you to automate some of those hardware scenarios so there are various factors that you may need to consider before you actually pick a tool you may need to look at the skill set of your existing team the technologies that you need to automate the budget that you're currently having for uh, automation look at uh, whether there are hardware or software changes Look at the inputs that you're actually going to get for your automation. For example, am I getting to, am I going to get user stories instead of test cases? In that case, it may be good to actually go with a BDD kind of framework using a scripted, what do you call, approach. So some, a lot of these factors needs to be considered before you decide upon an approach for automation. And once your approach is actually finalized, you may also need to decide upon the tool sets by actually defining a criteria for your tool selection. And once your tools are shortlisted, you may need to do a pilot as well as a proof of concept before you actually start implementing the tool across the organization. So finally, making the transition from manual testing to automation mode can be seen as a daunting task in the beginning. However, by properly evaluating your current state of testing 
as well as understanding what type of features needs automation, you can ensure a smooth transition without sacrificing on quality or on your budget. So once you've decided upon a suitable toolkit for automation implementation and taken into consideration any kind of hardware or software requirements needed for your successful operation, you will be well on your way towards realizing greater returns through optimized test coverage at a very, very reduced cost. You've come to the end of this episode of Automation Hangout. Please do share your valuable feedback by writing to us at reachme at the rate automationhangout.com. Have a great day. Thank you.